um, greetings and blessings to you in Jesus' name. I um, just want to share something very short. Um, it's a gentle reminder, actually, of um, something I believe we should be constantly um, gazing on, you know. Um, in Matthew 16, Jesus asks his disciples, um, who do men say that he is? And, of course, different responses. But then Peter stands up and says, um, you, you, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus says, you are blessed, Simon. Uh, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, uh, but the Father who is in heaven. Towards the, latter, the end of, of that conversation in verse 19, uh, verse 20, it says Jesus strongly charged them or asked them um, that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. So it's okay that I'm Jesus, it's fine. Verily, that was his name. But the revelation that he's the Christ um, is not something that he wanted people to know at that time, um, which is very important. So it brings a little bit of weight to the fact that Jesus is the Christ the son of the living god so when we speak of the christ we're speaking of the son and how many people can assume ah, yeah we know that so what but it holds much relevance um, because it is through the son that we get to understand the heartbeat of god we we get to understand his ways his thoughts um, through the son let me show you something very interesting when john introduces his gospel he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was God. He says the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Hallelujah. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man. And verse 14 we are told that this word that was in the beginning then became flesh. Um, um, and it dwelt amongst us and he says we beheld the glory the glory as of the only begotten of, of, of the father he was full of grace and and truth hallelujah so the introduction of 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 of, of Jesus by John is that he was there from the beginning and this is what is interesting he says there is nothing that was made that was made without him Everything that was made was made by him, bless God. And um, in him was life, etc., etc. Um, the same is echoed by Paul in the book of Colossians. Actually, this is something you see throughout, but I just want to, you know, pick a few things so that we can get to, to the point. In Colossians chapter 1, you, around about verse 13, it speaks of how God has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Inverted commas verse 14 says, In whom, meaning in the son, in the Christ, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. All right? So it says, In the son, or in the Christ, whom, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of, of the invisible God. Hallelujah. He says to this woman in, in 
he says to this woman um, by the world that God is spirit, right? And, and of course, no one can see a spirit. I remember when Jesus resurrected from the dead and in Luke 24, the disciples had closed their doors and scared of the Jews. And all of a sudden, Jesus walks through a closed door and they start saying he's a spirit. He says, I'm not a spirit. I'm flesh and I'm bone. Touch me. Hallelujah. And they still could not believe. And they had to give him some food. And the Bible says he had fish and honey. Just to show them that he had a body that had a digestive system. But what was interesting about this body was now that it is immortal. It appears and disappears. But at the same time, it's physical. And that's an, that's an amazing thing. So Jesus says clearly to them, I'm not a spirit. I'm flesh and I'm bone. Touch me. I'm from the Father. So here comes now, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, etc. And nothing that was made was made without him, right? Everything was made by him. Now we are told that that, that son, that word became flesh and we beheld the only begotten of God. Hallelujah. At that time, he was all the only begotten. But later on, he became the firstborn of many brethren. Hallelujah. He was the only begotten at that time, but now we're speaking of the firstborn. But anyways. So he comes and the word becomes flesh. Now we're told that he is the image of the invisible God. So if you've never seen God, you've never understood God, you don't know. The Christ is the image of God. Hallelujah. He's the image. He's here. It's the invisible God. Oh, check this out. He's the firstborn of every creature. I didn't know that was coming just after that. So Christ, verse 15 of Colossians 1 says, Christ is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. But this is where I wanted to drive you. By him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things, not some, all were things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and in him consist in him, in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Hallelujah. Bless God. This, just, this should already show you the relevance and the importance of the Son. Hallelujah. It should, it should, it should, it should, it should hit you to say, no, no, no. Amen. You can never speak of God without the Son. You can't speak of the Father without the Son. Everything is centered around Him. That's what we are told. That's what we are told. We are told that He's the image of the invisible God. Amen. Now, let me, let me show you something in Hebrews chapter 1. Um, a little bit out of context because I'm just going to read the first few verses. He says, God, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1 says, God at sundry times, and in diverse manners, he spoke in time past unto the, pa and unto the fathers by the prophets. Hmm? So in diverse times and hundred times, God spoke to the, unto the fathers. By what? By the prophets. He says, has in these last days spoken unto us by his son. You can, yeah, right? He has spoken by his son, whom he has appointed the son he has appointed heir of all things one by whom also he made the worlds amen we've just read that by him things were created without him nothing was made 
Amen. He says now, either in heaven or on earth, invisible or visible, principalities or power, they were made by him and for him, so that he may have preeminence. He says here, this son has been appointed heir of all things, by whom also he has made the worlds, who being, he says, his whom be who being the brightness of God's glory. Hallelujah. He says he's the express image of the person of God. Mm-hmm. We are told that he's the image of the invisible. Now it even gets better. If you want to understand the person of God, it's in the Christ. Oh, brother, we no, 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 the Christ. That's why, people, uh, no matter how much you can try, you know, if you want to come to the Father, Jesus thought it's through me. <laughs> no one can go to the Father except through me, right? And they ask him, where is the Father? He says, no, the Father is in me, and I'm, I'm in the Father. Me and the Father are one. So it's kind of confusing. So meaning access. Access. Be it you think it's wherever, but when you speak of access, it's through the Christ. And it's not just a gateway to say, oh, Christ, and let me enter the Father, stay by the door. To even understand God, you need the Christ. You need the Son. He's the express image of the person of God. <laughs> hmm? He's the express image of the person of God. That's why we carry a heavier message than those in the past. Because we, ex- we, we, we have now a message of the Christ, meaning we can actually speak of God and understand. Oh, man. Hmm? Anyways, because he became flesh. So now he says here, he's the express image of, of the person of God, upholding all things by the, by the word of his power. The same is seen in Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter four. Right? Um, um, verse three says, If our gospel be heed, it is heed to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. That's verse 4. He said, Their minds are blinded by the God of this world, who believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of God, of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. Mm, mm, that's what they preach hallelujah and ourselves your servants for Jesus Christ for Jesus sake for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ listen to this to give the light the light of the knowledge of the glory of God Where is that light of the knowledge of the glory of God? It's in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. So what I'm trying to say is that you you, you can't get around this. Christ is the center and is the pivotal, the pivotal thing that we must be speaking about. It's the center of this whole gospel. Without the Christ, the Son, we're doomed. And, And unfortunately, a neglect of such makes one never to understand God and to always think what's, what's probably God thinking and stuff like that. Um, I'm saying this because there's been subtle ways where you, 
you hear someone minister or share and actually there's nothing about the Christ because many people have been taught that Jesus is just the cross so he died for our sins done full stop then the, ne the next thing is other things he's everything he's everything so how can we then neglect that how can we then neglect that he's everything you listen to a one hour sermon there's nothing about Jesus absolutely nothing then how are you going to ex explain to me the, the express how are you going to how are we ever going to understand the invisible God how are we going to know the person of God hmm? How are, we, how are we ever going to know that? Now, let me show you something. And, 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 and him, actually, it says, now we've read many times, he's the image, it says he's the image of the invisible God. We've read that he's the image, he's the, he's the image of the, is the expression of the image uh, of the person of God, sorry. And now we've actually read straight to the point. He says, Christ is the image of God. So then, what is Adam? Who, 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 who is Adam? <laughs> hmm? Isn't Adam the image of God? Wasn't he creating the image of God? As for another day, right? So we, we find, you find your people, you find people, uh, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself and say, I'm created in the image of God. What you're literally saying, you're created after Christ. It, it's not about you, it's about the Christ. Everything was made by him and for him, that he may have permanence. So when, when we speak of the image of God, there's only one image of God, is the Christ. Oh, I don't know if that makes sense to you. But I wanted to show you something in conclusion. In Romans chapter, chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible. Absolutely brilliant. You know, it's amazing to read every time. Can't get used to it. Oh, what's interesting is that we are reading from books where people, these people who wrote, they didn't have Romans, they didn't have Colossians, they didn't even have the Gospels, but they are able to derive the Christ from the Scriptures. Isn't that amazing that you read Genesis to Malachi and, and, and all you can preach Paul is Christ? How is that even possible? How are you able to derive the Christ in the Scripture? But if you are blinded and you don't, you will not see the Christ. You won't see the Christ. You read the Psalms and fail to see the Christ. When Jesus said, I've fulfilled all, all that is in the scriptures, all that the prophets saw, and I've, I've fulfilled all that the Psalms have written. Meaning, the, the, we have to find the Christ, isn't it? Um, um, because he's the center. And him being the center unlocks us understanding the person of God. Anyways, so Romans 8, let me finish this off. Um, you know, there's a, the, verse 28 is one of the most common verses. It says, we, and it's unfortunate that it stands with that. You never know that it starts with an end, but that's how it always goes. And we know that all things work together. Uh, and to me, I think, once something starts with an end, honestly, we, you can't tell me that this, that's the only verse you can quote, right? Because it means it's relaying from something. And, so, and, 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 and it, you can get a better picture. So, but anyways, it says, We know, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Hmm? That's where usually the verse ends, right? But it doesn't end there. Check this out. To them who are called according to his purpose. Right? Huh? So things don't work just good, to, good for those who love God. 
It's for, for them who are called according to purpose. Eh? According to his purpose, not your purpose, according to his purpose. Then check this out. Verse 29 says, 4, which is a relay of 28. Now he's going to explain the purpose. He says, for whom he did foreknow, he also predestinate. Hmm? To predestinate is to actually in, 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 is to put something in future and to, 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 to put a destination in future and know what it is while the thing is still still living in now. Okay? For instance, you 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 let's say in the future you're predestinated to 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 be tall or maybe to 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 have muscles and make an example. That's your predestination. But at the moment you don't have those muscles. So there's things that are going to happen for you to gain to a, to get to a position where you've got muscles. Anyways, probably a lame example, but really trying to make you understand that God for you. He says now, for whom he did for know, he also predestinated. Now this is the predestination to be conformed to the image of his son, the Christ. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. So those things work out for good for them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. What's that? Then he explains the purpose. That when now you've been foreknown and you've been predestinated. Predestinated to be what? To be a medical doctor? No. To be a husband? No. I am predestinated to conform into the image of the Christ. Hallelujah. So that the Christ will be a firstborn among many brethren. It goes on to say, moreover, the ones that he did predestinate. So not only did he predestinate, he says he also called. Of whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, he said also he glorified. Hmm? What shall we say? What shall we then say to these things? What things? Predestination, justification, being called, being glorified. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. This was the message. Christ is the center of it all. And not only is he center, there is nothing that we can access of the Father without his Son. And he has made it that way because he desires so. So let us seek that. Let us go for that. He says, we don't preach ourselves. We preach the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you preaching? What is it that you deem as a message? What is it that you're deeming as a, ah, this, is a this is a perfect sermon? Huh? Is it something that told you that don't worry, things will be fine? Or is it something that revealed the Christ to you? Because the more we go into the Christ, we are able to understand the invisible God. The more we go into the Son, we're able to know the person of God. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Listen, this Christ is the image of God. And we are predestinated to conform to that. That is my purpose in life, in Jesus' name. And Paul writes to the Galatians church. He says, I'm in birth pains until Christ be formed in you. Be blessed, in Jesus' name. Amen.